The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, Chadville. Welcome to Tuesday, the start of a short work week if you're lucky enough to have a long weekend. And what about that weekend? It was jam-packed, so much stuff going on. What did you get up to? I know a lot of you were heading out of town, going camping. You were going down to the Heritage Festival. Let me know at 6.30, 6.30. I'll honestly tell you that I didn't do any of that stuff. Didn't go to the Heritage Festival. Did it feel good? And it felt really good. Um, I didn't go to Big Valley Jamboree. I didn't... I didn't stray too far from my back deck, to be honest with you. Um, and, and I'll be honest with you, when I, when I read it, it, well, first off, you know, congratulations to the organizers of, of these events, whether it's BVJ, whether it's a Heritage Festival, anyone who's, who's taken the time to, to do that stuff. Wow, good on you. Um, just amazing um, you numbers at the Heritage Festivals. You heard us talking about it uh, all day. On Sunday, over 370,000 people went to the park. Almost doubled the previous single-day attendance record. So just, you know... Last year, over the three days, 300,000 people showed up. Um, Amazing, amazing turnout. And it's great to see um, the region supporting these events. I love it. But I'll tell you something. If I was stuck on a bus for two hours trying to get to it, I'd lose my mind. The entire getting in and out of some of these things is the reason why I don't go to them. Because... Again, I, I would simply lose my mind. I, 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 my temper would be flaring. I know it's like I saw on Facebook a lot of my friends just saying trying to get in. It was just they, they packed up and turned around and left. So anyway, um, it was a huge success. But boy, oh boy, are they going to have to look at uh, different ways of getting people in and out of there, especially if, if, if that festival uh, continues to grow like it has. And, um, you know, great news, too, for the Edmonton Food Bank, um, because with you know, a lot of donations made for that. Um, <laughs> David Texan says, did you buy Coach a bike? We talked about last week. That was it. I was going to get my husband the motorcycle. Well, guess what? The fellow that we had been talking to, the bike was gone. Uh, so we have to start over. We have to start over trying to find um, someone with uh, with a bike that fits our budget. Again, starter bike. Um, Big Valley Jamboree. Heard uh, Kelsey and Ryan talking about that this morning. I know there's, I went 25,000 people out there over the weekend. I was a little worried with some of that weather that was happening when we went off the air on Friday afternoon. You'll remember that some of the stages... Um, had been um, delayed because of rain and and thunderstorms, but it sounds like it turned out fairly well. Yes, big changes for next year to the Heritage Festival, or not to the Heritage Festival, to uh, BVJ. Uh, They're planning to add, what, another 200 VIP seats up front, a walkout platform jutting out to center stage, two standing room areas. And a lot of people, some of the people who've um, been on... You know, bought those uh, those those chairs in front of the stage for years and years and years. Not too thrilled about that because their their seats are going to move back. But at the end of it, don't you want to make it the best possible um, for really 
the performers, uh, I think, number one, to put on a great show. But if, if there's, I saw pictures from this weekend. There's a band on the stage and absolutely no one in those seats. No one in those seats. Maybe one, maybe two here and there. I don't get that. Um, but anyway, so we'll see what happens uh, next year. But yeah, it was, uh, it was great to see that. But the weather, wowzer. This weekend, the weather, what was it, Saturday afternoon? That Saturday afternoon, uh, that storm, eh, G-Bird? That was insane. It was a it was a weird weekend of of weather. Mm-hmm. You know, it was sunny, it was nice out, and then it was all rainy. Uh, that I have but not th- heard thunder thunder like that in years and years and years. And and I don't know what it sounded like at your place, but at at my place. This is how I described it. It was very, very growly. It was very angry. Um, it was low and rolly yes. and guttural yeah. and sustained. Yeah. Like it was one on top of the other, but it wasn't. I mean, there was one really big boom, mm-hmm. and then it just seemed to continue. Like mm-hmm. it never seemed to stop. Mm-hmm. It was it was rather off putting, and and I don't get scared in thunder and lightning storms, but that thunder started to just set me on edge a little bit. It made me just wonder what exactly was happening out there. And there was a lot of lightning out by our place. Then we got rain that one at one point was coming straight sideways from from one direction, and then it switched and it was going from the other direction. Uh, yeah, just growly, angry. It sounded like something from a from a soundtrack <laughs> when bad things are coming. You know, this <sighs> ominous, like uh, did, uh, Harry Potter. Oh, right. When the, when the um, what are those called? Not the Avengers. When the um, oh, the uh, the dark, the dark. Yeah, that that's what you know. The ones that you know what I'm Come talking on, about. People, this you know who we're talking guys. about. This whole second guys. <laughs> Anyway, that's what it reminded. That's what it reminded me of. Uh, so yeah, just the dogs handle it fairly, fairly well, which I was uh, I was really impressed uh, with. Yeah, because um, it's usually they're the, usually the ones that get the most rattled about it. As far as BVJ says, yeah, true story. Not obliged to see um, every performer. No, you're right. But wouldn't it be great if the the performer on stage had um, I don't know people in the seats in front of them. And uh, if the folks aren't going to use those, I mean, can, how can we get the people who are at the very back, miles away, up there closer? Um, like slowly tearing paper. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Um, there is nothing worse than waiting in line. It's uh, The festival is now too big for Harlock Park with only one way in and one way out. They should move it to Northlands. Now that was, uh, you know, one of our texters into 630, 630. The Death Eaters. The Dementors. The Dementors. That's it. That's it. Thank yes. you. Yes. The Dementors. Um, Isaac says, yeah, a condo in Rutherford got hit by lightning. Yeah, I saw that on, on Twitter. I know the power at my mother-in-law's place went out for a few hours, and um, she's on oxygen, so we, you get a little worried uh, about that. But it was out for a couple of hours, came back on, and then it was out again. And I didn't know this, and, and I'm not sure if you guys know this, but uh, I, I checked into Twi- uh, to Epcor on Twitter to find out about the updates on the, on the power outages. 
And they said to go to EPCOR.com for the latest. And so you go to the web page, and if you actually go down, you have to look for it a little bit. I didn't find it easily, but it says power outages. And you can click on that, and it'll tell you um, across the city where the power outages are and the expected time for it to come back on. And it said for the area where my mom-in-law's house was, it was supposed to be back on at 5.30, came back on at 5.37. So I was I was quite impressed That's with that. That's impressive. Yeah, and and we'll we'll use that in the future because I know what a lot of people do. They they just start tweeting back to Epcor. Can you tell me what's going on at 199th and 23rd, or out in the Hamptons, or you know in in Castle Downs, and. This is just a really great way just to go on and check it really quickly. So keep that in mind, Epcor.com. Look for it, though. It says uh, power outages. Um, That's handy. Yeah. So keep that. Uh, the power went out very quickly out at our place um, and then just came right back on. See, and um, we didn't get the rain that you said you got. Oh, it, yeah. It was a lot lighter mm-hmm. in my area. Mm-hmm. And But the thunder. That was the the thunder and the lightning just mm-hmm. kept coming for for a couple of hours, or I mean for at least a good hour. So it oh. cleared because there was one thunder there was one thunderclap and lightning yeah. strike that hit close to us. The the lightning strike that cleared my street because I went racing out yeah. to see because it was so close. And all the neighbors are out on the street, so you're kind of waving to each other yeah. because you don't normally see that many of your neighbors no. out on the on the block, <laughs> right, at once. So you're kind of waving to each other and everybody's nice. talking to each other going, did you just hear that? And everybody's looking to see yeah. where it was. All I know is that my patio furniture had just dried out and then it got soaking wet again. And, oh, uh, that did sucks. It, did it all over. Um, some more of your texts coming in says I was... Uh, at the Cold Lake Golf Course, watching the F-18s during their practice runs between holes. Pretty cool. My son is in the Air Force and laughs at my sense of awe. Mm-mm. I'm with you at your sense of awe. Um, I could I could watch that all day. Absolutely watch that all day. And the air show, uh, the Edmonton Air Show is coming up here in a couple of weeks on Thursday at 2.30. The man behind the air show is going to be on the, on uh, on this show talking to us about awesome. what to ex- uh, expect. The, the snowbirds coming back. The snowbirds are going to be at the air show this year. I haven't year. seen them in years. In years, and oh. always, always uh, fantastic to see them. And they did take a break earlier this year to, um, well, they, they just had to get back, as they said, just do a little bit more training, and then they're they're back out again. I I had the privilege years ago when I was living in Regina to fly with the snowbirds. Really? Yeah, back about so when I was it was about 1999, 2000. Wow. So flew with the snowbirds. Um, in full formation, did a little mini show over Regina. It was just, you know, flew out over Lake Diefenbaker. It was an amazing, amazing experience. And fortunately, it's one of those things, you know, no pictures, didn't happen. Um, I never got the pictures from the photographer, from the base photographer that day. So I don't have any pictures um, of that. But yeah, it is amazing when you're actually in that little Tudor jet to look over and see how darn close they are to each other. I bet. Wow. Because yeah. you can from the sky. Oh yeah. I mean, from the ground, they look close. So I could just imagine. <laughs> yeah. Someone says here, if I lived in Cold Lake, it'd be bye bye TV. I'd be out watching the planes all the time. Um, 
Fitz says the best way to get Heritage Days is bicycle or walk. If only there was a better way to get to Harlock from Emily Murphy Park for pedestrians. Props to the ETS on their efforts. Next year, they should close the park to parking and drop-offs. Keep it to ETS access only. And no, I'm not a bus driver. No, exactly. Tip of the hat to the bus drivers who were handling all that. I can't even imagine. You have buses packed of people waiting to get into a place. And you, you saw the pictures. They were just lined up all the way back and up that hill. Wow. Um, some of your texts. Hey, Drader. Jalen, my wife and I answered a question as to how far we were willing to travel to enjoy a concert. <laughs> Starting on Friday, we left the MD of Bonneville for Camrose County to drop the kids off with Grandma and Grandpa, but we didn't stop there. At 4 a.m., we started our trek for Great Falls, Montana, to take in the last day of the Montana State Fair and watch the headlining act shine down. A weekend getaway without kids, great entertainment, cheap gas, no bugs, no rain, and no tax. It was worth Every mile. Now that sounds like a fun adventure. Sounds awesome. Um, someone says, uh, I thought you had to be at least 18 to fly with the snowbirds. Thank you very much. In uh, 2000, I would have been 30. So I was well old enough. The, the concern was, did I max out on the weight? Because <laughs> you can only be certain weights to fly in, in that. But yeah, I've I've flown with the with the snowbirds and I've actually flown in an F-18 as well. So actually it must have been 1999. 2001, 2002, when the Edmonton International Air Show was still going out of the International. Um, yeah, it was out of Cold Lake. It was the 410 Cougars. And uh, I was at Global, and they said, yeah, we want someone to go up uh, in an F-18. In an F-18? I'm like, yeah, hello. Oh, that was my on gosh. my bucket list, right? Snowbirds and F-18. Bucket list. And so I had an opportunity to fly. I went up for an hour. And... And the pilot... Did they do any loops or anything? Oh, yeah. And the pilot, the crazy thing about this, his name is Doug Clements. His dad, Scott Clements, used to run the Edmonton International Airport, was running the Fort McMurray Airport during the fires last year. Doug and I went to college together. Oh, no way. The last time I had seen him was the last day, and I think he was sleeping it off in the in the, uh, the the common area but when I walked out we looked at each other started laughing and said really of but he had the... he had looked at me and said how far do you want to push this and I said this is a once in a lifetime experience just whatever you do please don't make me get sick don't make me throw up we'll do rolls we'll do all that but don't make me get sick because I don't want to I didn't want to deal with that uh, yep 410 Cougars my son's squadron yeah they're awesome um, someone else says uh, regarding, and we're, we're batting around a few uh, topics here. Um, yeah, 410 Cougars, my son's squadron. Yeah, great bunch of folks up there. I know the honorary colonels uh, up there, Tom Trifow and, and the gang, and uh, yeah, they're pretty excited to be up there. Someone says, keep it to Harlock, it's easier to get to. Hmm. I guess it depends. I uh, was at Heritage Days on Sunday. I was on the buses but thought the bigger problem was people littering. I was so disappointed with Edmontonians. The booth organizers did great with the lineup. Very good. Well, I'm glad you had a great weekend. Um, we had a bit of exciting news around our place on, on Friday evening. Um, our oldest son, who uh, lives and works in Tokyo, uh, Japan, got engaged. Oh, wow. So, Congratulations. Yeah, so that was, that was pretty exciting. So we were celebrating that with a lot of uh, texts going back and forth and, and pictures. So um, I think the legal business will be done over there. And apparently they want to get married in my backyard. So I'm going to be planning another wedding uh, sometime next year. But we're pretty excited about that. And um, it 
very proud of uh, him. Actually, proud of both of the boys, of course. But uh, the young lady that he's marrying to is 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 spectacular. Uh, it's two twenty on the six thirty Chet afternoon news. I should tell you at some point about my run in with the Hamilton Tiger Cats downtown after that loss. <laughs> Friday night, that game was amazing. That football game was spectacular. Down to the wire. It was. It was amazing. It was amazing. And what? So the Eskimos now six zero. First time since nineteen sixty one. Was going downtown to get my hair uh, done, to have the um, the uh, the highlights taken away. If you know what I'm talking about, covering up the gray, and uh, came around the corner, and three guys were walking in front of me. And they all had tie cats um, hats on. So I said, "Hey guys, because that's what you do." I said, "Were you here watching the game, or were you playing last night?" And they looked at me. And they said, "Playing." And I'm like, "Oh, great game." <laughs> And they looked at me and I said, oh, well, you know, I know you lost, but it was a good game anyway, right? This sort of stuff. And they're looking at me like I have three heads at this point. Like, lady, just go away. Just (laughs) stop talking. And as we, so we talked a little bit more. And as they were going into um, a cafe, I was going into my my hair salon. And uh, I looked at the guy and I chucked him on the shoulder. And I said, you know, I really hope you guys get your together real soon. How did that go over? Ah, it went fairly well. They didn't tell me to, you know, whatever. But it just came out the wrong way. What I wanted to say is I really hope that you guys get, you know, on track, whatever. But it came out with, I hope you guys get your together really soon. And they just looked at me and kind of, okay. And off they went. And I I just realized sometimes you should stop talking. (laughs) Like right now. It's 2.22. We'll take a quick break. More after this. And a big shout out to that awesome co-host of mine, Andrew Gross, who is back from New Orleans. And I came into work today and there was two bottles of my favorite hot sauce on my desk. Um, I, we love Crystal Hot Sauce. It's made in uh, in Louisiana. We haven't been able to find it here. It says that you can buy it in Canada. But we just haven't found it here. So he brought it back with a couple strings of beads wrapped around it. What do you think it. he did for those beads? Well... <laughs> Oh, it's not Mardi Gras, so they not should be Mardi okay. Gras. There's beads always in New Orleans. You can always uh, find beads. <laughs> Maybe you wrestled the gator for him. Oh, yeah, after he fed him the, the marshmallow. So I want to thank him for that. Andrew's off this week. He will be back next Monday. I'm on holidays next Monday for the week. I'm going home to Ontario to the uh, thriving metropolis of Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario to visit the folks uh, and my niece and nephew and my brother. Um, uh, And then we'll be back together the following week and, you know, be good for a good stretch of time there. Um, Jay, you're sounding pretty rowdy, babe. I like it. Keep it a little gray. (laughs) Yeah, no. I'm going to have to shave it all off. For me to actually ever go my natural color, which is pretty much pure white now. If you saw my dad, you've seen my brother. My brother's younger than I am, pure white. I'd actually have to shave it, shave my hair um, completely all off to let it come in um, that color. Someday. Someday I will. Um, <laughs> regarding my run-in with the uh, the tie Cats, the Hamilton Tiger Cats on uh, Jasper Avenue on Saturday morning. Trevor says, Jay, that actually almost sounds painfully awkward. It was painfully awkward. And I haven't told you the whole story. I haven't told you all of the things I said. But every time I opened my mouth, it came out wrong. Mm, foot. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you? Has that ever happened to you where you've said something and it's just been completely... It's like, what? What was that? Um, 
And then someone says, oh, no, you had an Andrew moment. <laughs> and someone says, uh, did they growl at you? And then Beth says, I'm so glad that I'm not the only person to put my feet into my mouth regularly. And then someone wants to know, I don't want to know how Andrew got the beads. Well, I have beads. So in my back patio, we have a, a, a big... Uh, thing and because we loved New Orleans so much like to be surrounded by things that remind us of New Orleans we have beads thrown in that tree and we we always have from like our, our first trip and since we started living there um, we just have all of these beads thrown in there and I actually said to coach the other day so we have to go out there and and add some more but yeah it's just a great reminder of the city that we really really love um, on the show today uh, usually we talk to Todd Hirsch at uh, on Mondays, uh, but because yesterday was a holiday Monday, he's going to join us at two uh, thirty. So right after the two thirty news, going to check in with him and pick his brain on some financial stuff, some business stuff, and then at three o'clock, one of our favorite guests is coming to town. Um, he's in town actually for this event that's going on out at a festival place. And have you heard? Have you heard of what this is, or do you know what it what it is? It's called a Chautauqua and Chautauqua in I guess in the 1800s early 1900s was a type of summer school in a tent where where entertainers and uh, teachers would get together and and um, in rural communities so there's this what's called the Chautauqua 150 I think that's how you say it uh, it's running from August 5th to the 20th out in um, in St. Albert Strathcona County. And Ted Barris, military historian, author, is going to join us at 3 o'clock. He's got a new book. What's well, on a new book? But it's uh, the book that we're going to be talking about. It's called Breaking the Silence, Veterans Untold Stories from the Great War to Afghanistan. So always looking forward to catching up with uh, with Ted Barris. Um, the 2.30 News, Eileen Bell back from holidays. She has the newscast up next. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.